My name is Demetria Compkin. I go by Demi. I'm a part of the Nashville Software School Data Analytics 7 cohort. Um, and my capstone project is on an analysis of Olympic figure skating success by age and country. Interesting. Okay, I'm very intrigued. I always love hearing about the projects and, and what you all come up with. They're always so unique. So tell me about life before NSS to start things off. What were you doing? How did you get connected to all this? Yeah, so life before NSS, I was in project management for about seven years. Um, within project management, did some IT project management, change management, um, so all over the board for project management, a lot of resource management, working with people um, and clients and vendors. So I going into data analytics was definitely a change up for me, going from working with people to then now working in a more technical space with data. So I wanted to challenge myself. That's basically how I ended up here and wanted to focus on how to think more critically for myself, for the projects that I'm working on, um, instead of leaning on more of that resource management heavy side of the business. Well, here we are. You made a good choice. You've got these new skills. Three months full time in this. It's a lot of work. And uh, you've made it. So tell me about your project, the, the full deep dive here of, of what is it? How did you build it? All that good stuff. Yeah, um, I would equate my time here at Nashville Software School to be a little bit like drinking from a fire hose because there is just so much information that you're intaking in the beginning. Um, all very exciting, learning all the new tools and systems and um, processes. And um, I'm excited to come to the point now where I can put everything that I've learned to the test and build out this project of analyzing success by aging country for Olympic figure skaters, which is a topic that hits close to home for me because um, I was a competitive figure skater for over a decade from the age five and I retired soon after my 15th birthday. Um, and I grew up here in Nashville in the South, which is also another kind of weird thing because nobody in the South really figure skates. That wasn't a thing here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, a little bit of personal motivation going into this project of I had a lot of history and training for it. I did have aspirations of going to the Olympics myself, but unfortunately got plagued with a bunch of injuries early on at the age of 12. I had patella tendonitis in both of my knees and really bad back problems. And so my trainer and um, doctor at the time advised if I didn't stop training the way I was training, I would probably have arthritis before the age of 30 or need to get knee surgery. And, you know, at the age of 12, I'm not thinking, yeah, knee surgeries for me, let's do it. So um, gave up, quickly gave up my dreams of going to the Olympics um, for preservation of life. Um, so yeah, this topic of looking into an analysis of success in figure skating and understanding what the actual Olympic goal is for all athletes, and then how to optimize athletes' lives, lives afterwards, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, what other? Yeah. What else surprised you about this? Um, I don't know if I would say anything really surprised me. I think I already had my kind of preconceived judgments because I have been 
um, keeping up to date with all of the trends and who's winning here and there, how the programs are being run in different countries. Um, I will say I've taken more notice to the training programs in countries who have maybe failed their athletes in the past decade, um, you know, not developing them at too early of an age where the longevity within the sport and so early. So uh, like, for example, I know Russia is kind of a hot topic for programs who train up their athletes at such an early age, and then their athletes retire before they're even 20 years old. Um, so they, they make it in the field for maybe three to five years as an athlete with success, and then, and then that's it for them. Um, I would say maybe one of the surprising things that I noticed for programs that were succeeding or countries that were doing well were Canada and Japan. Canada, they don't really stand out to me as far as, you know, standing on the podium, getting gold year after year, Olympic after Olympics. But as far as the average age of the athlete when competing in the Olympics and earning a medal, that to me is how I would view success of an athlete in a field is how long can they participate in this sport and how old until they retire. Very interesting. Is that I mean, I've heard stories about athletes that are, you know, competing at the Olympics and then afterwards they come back and it's like, what do I do now? Like what? It's just very. Yeah. A little bit of an identity crisis. Yeah, absolutely. Which is what I experienced at the mere age of 15. I can't imagine girls who have been training for this on such a large scale who that is their entire identity training, 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 training. Once the Olympics are over, what do they do now? Um, And so I think it's important to help develop these athletes at an early age, not only develop, you know, their muscles to be able to compete, but also their emotional and social skills at that young of an age Mm. so that when they come into adulthood, they're more prepared, they're better prepared adults Mm -hmm. to take on life, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that well-rounded, all that. So anything else you want to add on just like the new tools and, and uh, you know, languages and whatnot you use or you, or does that kind of wrap it up pretty good? Oh yeah. I'll touch on a little bit of the data scraping and cleaning that I did. Cause that was a little bit of a challenge that I faced um, being able to aggregate all the data for all the Olympics, not just using like a Wikipedia page and scraping that page, but actually going to the Olympics results website and being able to filter through the Olympic city, the year that it happened, the event, um, the sport and the events. So having all those separate filters and being able to scrape all those different pages and find all the data for all the different Olympics that I was looking at, at first was such a daunting task to me. I remember sitting down, looking at my computer, saying, where do I start? What do I do from here? And then being able to pick it apart piece by piece by piece, also with the help uh, of our awesome instructors for DDA7, was able to create a for loop to scrape all the data that I needed and then cleaning it afterwards, all the work going into that and finally being able to look at my spreadsheet of data and breathe easy saying, wow, I wrote all of this code and finally have the data that I need. This is awesome. So a lot of challenges with creating the for loop to scrape, but so rewarding afterwards. That's got to feel so good. I mean, I, I've also heard just that idea of 
you know, at first you have this idea, this dream of like, hey, can I, this idea and bringing that into reality. That's what I'm trying to say here. Like the idea of like, oh, oh, yeah. I wonder how that would work. And then now you've got the skills. You can actually make that a real thing. That's what I, I always love hearing those those examples. So now as we start to wrap up here, what do you think you want to do next? What kind of things are most interesting to you at this moment? What do you think the future might be holding? Yeah, you know, I want to keep my horizons broad in what I want to do as far as data is concerned, whether it's data architect, data engineer, data analyst, um, just because all of it is so new to me and I'm just excited. I'm in a period where I'm just excited to learn. Um, I definitely am excited about this path, this career choice in life, going from project management into a more technical role, technical facing role where I am building my own code, building my own dashboards, understanding all the inputs and outputs and being able to tell the story that I need to tell. Um, so yeah, whatever is next, I am open to any opportunity that's data focused, data driven, because I see now being immersed in it for the past three and a half months, how valuable data is, how, how much power and knowledge is in data. I love it. Knowledge and power and data. And you've gone through the right cohort for this specific interest. So I agree. All that being said, Demi, congratulations on making it to the end of this. You're going to have a great demo day. We're all pulling for you. Congrats on it. And we're pulling to see what happens next in the future. I appreciate you. Thank you, Clark. <laughs>